Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hey, this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, and I am your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1 at Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe in the Conroe Tower. We are also Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News. We're YouTube Live, and uh, this will be put on our city TV at uh, City of Conroe Cable TV. So our guests today are going to be both Annette Spikes and Bert Steinman. They are board directors of the Conroe symphony orchestra we're going to hear about their april 23rd concert which is just coming up right around the corner the earth has music for those who listen and in the second segment will be katie spears she's the executive director of bears etc and she also has an event uh april 23rd and 24th saturday and sunday nothing like the orchestra this involves wine tasting and beer drinking and a distillery and it all goes to help fund an exotic um, pet sanctuary for bears and other animals in Montgomery County to help increase tourism and uh, give the uh, exotic animals a safe place to be. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic is located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School in Taco Bell. And they treat everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals with a focus on natural holistic healing to achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, arms, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. And if you're not a patient, it's only $25, and it all goes back to CASA that work with kids in CPS care. So that is Roger Stein Chiropractic, 3033 West Davis. Also, Team Sinisi Real Estate Group serves the greater Montgomery County as the best source for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. So um, you need to get on it now. Interest rates are increasing, and, you know, there's this whole policy about inventory. Well, actually, it's because it's a good time to buy. So if you're listing your house, call Team Sinisi if you want to buy a home. You can call 281-507-9777, Team Sinisi, because it's an easy name to remember. So, a few things happening around us. The free first Thursday concert is back this Thursday, hosted by the city of Conroe at Heritage Park, and they will have the music of the Dirty River Boys starting at 7 p.m. And it's absolutely free. You can bring your coolers, non-alcoholic beverages, food for a picnic, your lawn chairs, beer and wine are available inside the park for purchase, and there are food trucks as well. 
Entertainment downtown this week includes the second week of the Neil Simon comedy, The Dinner Party at the Crichton Theater. And you can listen to live music at the Red Brick Tavern, Pacific Yard House, Friday and Saturday nights. And you can go and have Gospel Sunday brunch to the music of the Jim Sloan Trio at the Red Brick Tavern starting at 10.30 a.m. and goes till 2 p.m. This Saturday, April 16th, will be two weeks before the global release of Breaking Strongholds. Episodes 1 and 2 will premiere in Montgomery with the gates opening at 3.30 p.m. So uh, go and check that out, and it will be on a 200-square-foot LED screen, and there will be guided tours of the film location with the actors and a VIP lounge. It's absolutely free, but you have to register to get tickets at BreakingStrongholds.com. Need a break? Everybody needs a break. I need a break. Go to Margaritaville, Lake Conroe. They're hosting a wellness weekend retreat for self-care through yoga, meditation, digestive health class, and other wellness activities and to integrate into your busy lifestyle. Book your retreat. Go on to Margaritaville Lake Conroe website and find out more. They also have an Easter brunch this Sunday. And yes, Easter is this Sunday. It is moved that fast. Can you believe that? This is Holy Week. But you can go also and find out about their... uh, Easter brunch, and it will have rosemary lamb, slow roasted pork, southern style grits bar. I've never heard of that before, a grits bar. So with all the fixing, kind of like when you get um, a potato bar or a candy bar, well, there's a grits bar, and apparently it's very good. And they have a new executive chef, Bailey, so I'm sure it will be fantastic. And uh, they're going to have a petting zoo outside for the kids as well, right by the lake. So you can view that. You can let the kids go play with animals while you sip on mimosas inside. And the Easter Bunny will be there, too. So we are going to hear from the Conroe Symphony Orchestra today. But they are also featured, and they're going to tell us a little bit about their uh, concert on Saturday, April 23rd at the West Conroe Baptist Church, beginning at 7.30. And then we're going to hear from Bears, etc. But you need to save the date for Kids Fest. Yes, Kids Fest is back. The last weekend in April... April 30th from 10 to 5, more fun, blocks and blocks of fun in downtown Conroe, and this is hosted by the city of Conroe. There will be a lot of hands-on activities, interactive villages, stage acts, and all of that. And you don't have to register, you don't have to do anything, you just have to show up. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and then hear from our guests, Bert Steinman and Annette Spikes, about the Conroe Symphony Orchestra. Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. 
Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. are on our first segment today and I have folks from the Conroe Symphony Orchestra, Annette Spikes, she's the secretary of the Conroe Symphony Orchestra and a board member Bert Steinman are here to tell us about what's going on with the uh, with the symphony. So uh, welcome both of you to Conroe Culture News today. Thank you. And uh, I think it's going to be a great time for your concert. You're already selling tickets. Annette, can you tell me a little bit about uh, the next concert that's coming up on April 23rd? Yes. It's going to be at West Conroe Baptist Church. We are so grateful to the churches for lending us their facility to have a concert. Uh, I particularly like the title of this one, Um, The Earth Has music if only one will listen for and those who listen for those who listen and uh it's it's being conducted by a guest conductor dr kayoko dan who is on staff at sam houston state and is in charge of their orchestral um program but that week is earth week so it's a perfect title for the concert I, I don't know, I mean, I don't have a list of the selections, but uh, a list somewhere. It, it should be a beautiful concert talking about the earth. Apparently I don't have the list, but anyway, yes, it's okay. the mountains, the lakes, the river, yes. all of that, and, all about nature and spring. And I think it'll be really interesting because you really do have to listen. I, I, I love just going outside and listening to the birds or listening to the wind or it's relaxing water. It, it's very and so the earth provides music for us too if only we listen so I love that I title. Love it. It's yeah. very reflective. And the uh, the concert will be at 730. Uh, again we thank West Conroe Baptist so much for for hosting us and letting us use their sanctuary for that concert. And it's actually a very beautiful facility that they have there at West Conroe. They've got it set up so that they have the full orchestra. They've got the full screens. I mean, it's just everything that you would need to be able to have a full orchestra performance. The one thing that you didn't mention was that it's also very kid-friendly in so much as we're going to have at least one event or one activity for the children so that they can create, I believe, a musical instrument to play along with one of the songs. They are, and they're going to use natural things for those instruments, so that ought to be fun. What kind of natural things? What is it? Well, like pine cones in a cylinder and sticks that they can beat together. Very interactive, yes. Yes. That's fun. Kids will enjoy that. I think adults enjoy that, too. You know, well, possibly, not sure what Dr. Dan uh, has said about that, but it's possible that they would play along with one of the selections, the orchestras. That's play. what I understand when I uh, wrote up the article for her, that she, was, she put a quote about that in mm-hmm. hopes that the kids participate and come down, you know, like on the stage and uh, 
just to make it a great experience for them and they can learn more about your orchestra. And, and speaking of that, um, I know you also have a youth orchestra too, right? So kids can learn to be a part of that, which we can touch on um, in a few minutes. But I, I think I'm very excited about this concert because it does, it's something different, right? I mean, do you normally have concerts in April? Yes. We, you do? Yeah. We, but we you haven't have... had one with this theme before. Well, you know, we've been two years not doing anything. True. Uh, COVID <laughs> did, was not very kind to us. And um, so we've just kind of been, you know, level. But yeah. we're getting started again. And uh, so we, we had an oct- uh, a concert in October, December, February, mm-hmm. and now April. And those are the usual months that we have concerts and then we always have a patriotic concert for which is very dynamic it's fabulous i remember one last year and it's free to the public you know Mm -hmm. that's our gift to the public is to have a patriotic concert that everybody can come together for i love it generally each concert we actually sit down and come up with a theme then we turn that over to the uh, the orchestra to try and come up with music that follows that particular theme so with the exception, I think, of probably the patriotic concert, uh, we, we generally have a different theme each time. Yeah, I, I think this, this year's theme would be Star, Stripes, and Symphony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know in February it was like love songs. Yes, and it was and at Mims Baptist, and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful concert. Uh, our guest conductor for that was Darla McBride, who is also on staff at Sam Houston. She did a fantastic job, and it was a beautiful concert. So it's kind of fun having all these different guest conductors, too, because they have different ways of performing and leading the orchestra. Is that right, Bert? Yes, ma'am. It's, 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 it's kind of a double-edged sword in so much as everybody gets to see a different type of orchestra style or directing mm-hmm. style. Um, at the same time... I think probably in the next season we're going to move towards trying to have just one single, you know, orchestra conductor, just so everyone knows what to expect and and everything will be kind of in the same style. So, I, we've been experimenting with this a lot during COVID because of well, COVID, um, and then trying, like say, to to keep these uh, performances going over the last year or so. Uh, that's probably why we've done most of the guest conductors at this point. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I do. And it has been interesting. And, and not only from the audience standpoint, but from the players, the musicians. They, they have really enjoyed having uh, different uh, conductors and singers. They all have styles. a different style. They do. So it's been a, it's been a good experience for them. It's been a good experience for the audience, and we've had some lovely guest conductors. Um, as as Bert just mentioned, you know, we, we're at the point that we're going to be getting a full-time permanent conductor, but um, I thought it spoke very well of the, of the musicians because all of the guests we have had applied for the job. And they they loved working with the orchestra. It's very complimentary yeah, that they it did. It was. It was. Very nice. Now, I know you had a conductor for many years. <laughs> yeah, How 10 long? plus years. Yes. Dr. Don Hudson. And he was amazing. He was. He was amazing. He was. But uh, 
all good things and sometimes. <laughs> well, you know, that we all need change at some mm-hmm. point in time. We were, we were fortunate to have him as long as we did. But he's still involved, right? Yes, he's still interested. And however, he has a business too that he has to take care of, and so uh, we just get him when we can. Now, have either of you played in an orchestra before? Yes. <laughs> you, you hesitated there, Bert. <laughs> well, some of the members of the orchestra and I actually were in band together back in the 1980s. Wow, that's uh, cool. At Conroe High School, we yeah. went to the Rose Bowl Parade. Uh, I then participated in band all the way through college, uh, but have not picked up a horn in probably 20 years. <laughs> So you can understand where they're coming from anyway, having been a part of an orchestra before. Absolutely. And I've, yes. I've, had, I've had great conductors, and I've had conductors that you were just waiting for the performance to be over. So, <laughs> Well, some are very dynamic and get very involved and use their arms and jump and get all that, right? And some are a little bit more reserved. I'd say so dynamic's a very nice way to explain <laughs> Well, yes, I, I've seen different ones. And yeah. Annette, have you played an instrument before? <laughs> well, I played the piano, but I... Piano's good. Well, you sounded regretfully when you said that. Except <laughs> I could not play with the orchestra. They're a little bit uh, more advanced than I am. And I just have a God-given talent that I can play most of what I hear. But I could not play the concertos that they play, and uh, so. But you still enjoy I it. I enjoy it. I have a piano. I play it to myself, and and um, have concerts all the time in my house for Annette. Okay, well, you know, and music does something. M- music changes you. It, it helps with memories. You know, music brings you back to a time when you hear things. Is that right, Bert? I mean, it, there's a lot of things about music. What would we do without music? Well, I, you think know? The, I think the whole purpose of music is basically to evoke emotion and to draw out on the human experience. I mean, there's nothing that you can listen to when two notes are played together that doesn't cause some type of response in most people. So this concert, The Earth Has Music for Those Who Listen, will help us remember different things, whether it's the sound of uh, maybe rain in the river and how water moves or something else that you hear as you're walking through the woods, something like that. And I suspect that uh, Dr. Dan will explain the pieces so that the audience can be listening for that waterfall or or whatever and the graphics that were done for this concert are as as soothing as the music will be i thought the the uh, the the graphics for the April concert are beautiful the artwork has been used on the website and uh, social media yes it's very soothing. So it, it adds to what I expect the concert to be. Well, it sounds fabulous. And I know you can go on uh, your website to get tickets. And that's conroesymphony.org. And you can just hit on the, um, the information about the concert and see the graphic. And that will lead you to where you can go and you can purchase tickets and find out a little bit about our, the guest conductor. Dr. Dan um, and all of her experience. Um, so you also have, just following that, a spring fling. 
You want to tell me about that? I I will. Let me back up and say you can buy tickets at the door oh, as yes. well. And um, the spring, we have a volunteer um, committee, the Friends of the Symphony, and they're kind of responsible for fundraising and uh, providing volunteers at the concerts. And so they are having a spring fling May the 1st at Amore on Lake Conroe, and it is a fundraiser. We Last patriotic concert, we had a painter there who did two large paintings. They're about four by six or It's one of those by, speed painters. Yeah, it was it fabulous. Was it was pretty amazing yeah. how they were painting, and then they flipped it over yeah, and flipped it different it was. ways. It was, it was so entertaining to watch them working upside down. Uh, those two paintings are going to be auctioned at this spring oh, fling. okay. So anyone interested in in placing a bid for those, you're, you're welcome to come out to Amores. The, the uh, tickets are $75 uh, because it is a fundraiser. So mm-hmm. we're, we're so grateful to have the Friends of the Symphony organized and uh, doing this 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 is the first fundraiser we've had in about three years. So, we we were without ticket sales or any kind of revenue for two That's years. Hurtful. So this oh, it's it's very hurtful, and so um, this is going to be to kind of make up for the the time that we haven't been able to sell tickets or anything else. But it it will be from three to five. At Amore, uh, I have information, but mm-hmm. Margie has information. Mm-hmm. It will also be on the website, yes. Yeah, and it's on the website, right. Will there be but, music? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Shockingly enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there will be an ensemble there uh, playing. Of, of uh, It may be our flute ensemble, I'm not sure, but yes, there will be music. Perfect. But there's also sponsorships available for not only that event, but also one of the things I think is, I guess, the most uh, meaningful to me is that you can actually sponsor a chair in the orchestra. So your name is attached to that. The person who sits in that chair is made aware that you're their sponsor. We have an event coming up prior to the concert where the chair sponsors will actually be able to meet the people they're sponsoring. And it's just something if you have a a special memory of a parent, grandparent, or even if you played in the orchestra or any musical instrument to sponsor someone that plays that instrument, I think just brings you a little bit closer to the orchestra. Hmm. I wasn't aware it, of that. How do they go does. ahead and do? How do they and, do that? And well, people, uh, I think it's a thousand dollars a chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the money doesn't go to that musician, but it <laughs> goes to the orchestra. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how many. I think we we may have ten or. So chair sponsors, uh, but it really does forge a relationship between that musician and the person who who sponsors the chair. Uh, I sponsor a, a young lady who plays the viol- uh, the violin or viola. She plays viola, I think. And so at every concert, she always finds me in the audience and comes out and we talk during yeah. the intermission and it's. It's a really nice relationship. You know, we have 60 to seven, 60 to 65 from time to time, and so it's impossible to get to know everybody. But if you can just, you know, 
get to know a few of them. It's very meaningful. But you can go online on the website. It allows you to be able to uh, make your donation. And then in the comments section for your donation, you can decide, you know, what instrument and what chair that you want to sponsor. Uh, I intend eventually to actually get a maybe the first chair cornet or trumpet for my mother who was in band for years. So. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's very nice. And so, it is permanent, so it's just something that will always be with the symphony orchestra. Hmm. So is this something you do for each individual concert then, or no, it, it's, overall? It's overall. Well, I mean, you can do it any time, but there's kind of a um, So is it an annual time, sponsorship? Mm -hmm. It's annual. How does it work? Annual? Yes, it's annual. Okay. And uh, we're reminded at the beginning of the season, or ask if we want to sponsor a chair again, and most people do, but uh, it can be done at any time that anyone was interested in doing that. And their names printed in the programs and probably on the screen when we have access to a, uh, a digital screen mm -hmm. when we have a concert. Like in the upcoming concert, I know that they've got screens at the, uh, at the church, and so well, not only will we list the members, but we'll also list the chair sponsors. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of that. So uh, how does someone get involved in Friends of the Symphony? Well, uh, did I give you? Uh, they could go to the Amore and they find can, out. Yeah, but also there's a, a, a it's on the website. email. It's, it's FOS, that's Friends of Symphony, dot Conroe Symphony at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And they could, you know, go to that email, or I have, find a, out when they meet and I so have forth. a number also. Um, if anybody wants to jot it down, it's nine three six two zero three two one two eight. You have the opportunity to volunteer at the concerts, or just be um, be helpful in some way. The the friends of the symphony provide refreshments for the orchestra at dress rehearsal. Um, you know, all of the members have jobs, all of the orchestra And this members. is not a paid thing. This is the, They're all volunteers, All volunteers, right? yes. For their performances and their rehearsals, all of that. And so the friends provide um, a meal for them or, a, you know, a snacky kind of meal mm -hmm. at dress rehearsal. And uh, so that, that's been an important thing that mm -hmm. they do. Sure. So they just take care of all the volunteer things that's needed. And there's a lot of volunteers that are need, needed. So anybody interested there's would be welcome. There's a spot for you. That's right. And like I say, they're the ones that are putting on the, the Amore mm -hmm. uh, yes. fundraiser. Yes. I know they've raised, uh, I think, over $10,000 or so just in that particular They have. Event. They have. That's good. That's good. Just Much sponsorships. Needed funds. So they, those ladies are really working hard to get us back and that's to May where the we first. were. May, May the, the first. first. Yeah, from three to five. Three to five. Yes. And it's also on the website, mm -hmm. ConroeSymphony.org. Right. And I believe there's also a link to the Friends of the Symphony on our website. Yes, there is. Yes. I happen to know that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people just want to click nowadays. Yep, I, I know, number, I know. Numbers and addresses. So what time. we haven't talked about is the Conroe Youth Orchestra. So they are meeting again, too, on Sundays. 
Yes, ma'am. They are, and um, you know that's an important part of the symphony because we we have to we have to have youth who are interested and can play an instrument to fill in those spots in the orchestra later on. So we we have a couple who are working with the youth orchestra. Mm-hmm. They've just reorganized just two or three weeks ago, but um, there's more and more interest. Uh, every every week they meet on on Sunday Sundays uh-huh. mm-hmm. four to five thirty at the Conroe Symphony Center. Right. So anybody with um, a student that would be interested in getting more training, um, you know, we we welcome them. And one of the reasons that's important is in most of the high schools, if you're in band, you spend half a season doing marching band which is very different than you know playing in a, a symphony orchestra. Mm-hmm. And so if you only have one semester of symphony in high school or in your junior highs, that literally leaves you another nine months that you're not performing. And so that allows them mm-hmm. to be able to pursue their, their choice Sharpen of music, their tool. be able mm-hmm. to be ready for college applications, uh, have nice things to put on their resumes, and we have. And they might enjoy it. <laughs> Nobody enjoys getting ready for college anymore, I don't think. No, no, but I mean, you know, if you're musically inclined and it keeps you playing your instrument, it keeps you focused in that whole um, mode, well, so to and, speak. Well, and they have a couple of concerts, you know, during the year. Uh, there, there may be one at the end of this semester, uh, so, so that's all. That's great. That's great experience for the kids, and it certainly um, brings lots of pride to the parents and the grandparents. Of course, it does. And yes. So uh, we're really excited that to see the uh, youth orchestra get reorganized and started again. And what are the instructors there? Stephanie Sears. She's literally been playing an instrument for good lord. 40 some odd years I think now she's going to kill me for saying that out loud I think <laughs> uh, but she was also in in the the band that I was telling you about that went to the Rose Bowl parade back in like 85. back with you yeah <laughs> so that's how long so she's y'all been have been playing. friends a long time yes, yeah ma'am. and she's a charter member there's there's three or four charter members in the orchestra that are still playing mm-hmm. and uh we're, we're right there from the very beginning and we couldn't do without Stephanie. She's she's just um, she does everything, and um, just you know she moves she moves all the equipment around. She's in charge of getting all the chairs and the lighting and the uh, microphones and the everything. But not only she the Congo Symphony Orchestra, but for the youth orchestra. So and then, and she's devoting Sundays to doing this, which is a lot too. And, and when did when did the Symphony Orchestra Congo Symphony Orchestra start was at 90 it's uh, they uh, this year they started in 97 1997 and so the 22-23 season is going to be their 25th year so fabulous and maybe someday you'll have a place of your own (laughs) a venue to perform you know that it's in the works right that's right the city is looking at that possibility so we are hoping that that's going to be a reality one of these days soon. So you can find out all the information by going to conroesymphony.org. You can get your tickets. You can find out about the Friends of the Symphony and their event at Amore. You can find out about the Youth Orchestra, all of that. Or you can go to the Facebook page, which is Conroe Symphony Orchestra, and find out all the same details. 
Okay, thanks so, for having us, Margie. April 23rd, that's not this weekend, but the following weekend. So right. it's not Easter, but so the one after Easter. There so is stuff that happens after Easter. That so it's just uh, two weekends away. Yeah. Yes, um, and it should be a fabulous concert. Well, we, we are planning on it being. And thank you for having us today. Thank you both for being on the show today. Thank, thank you. you Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. And we are back with our second episode today, our second segment. Katie Spears is the executive director of Bears, etc. If you haven't heard of Katie and Bears, etc., I don't know where you've been. Under a rock. Uh, uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, your nonprofit is how old now? Oh, we're five years old. Five years old. I thought Yay! it was five. Yay. So I remember you came on before you were actually even a nonprofit. So you've been coming on the radio for years. Yes. Years, literally. Probably the same amount of time I've been doing this, six years. So, uh, it is a nonprofit, and it's all about rescuing animals from the exotic pet trade and giving them a piece of the wild. Yes. The Correct? P-E-A-C-E that comes peace, with being out as in, in nature. Peace sign. Yes. Peace sign. Yes. So. Allowing them to be what they're supposed to be. 
so it, it's bears, etc. But it's also the exotic animal trade, right? So finding out that bears are the least served in the exotic pet trade, that's why our focus is that. There's no true bear sanctuary pulling animal pulling bears from the exotic pet trade currently in the U.S. So we're building the first of its kind. And there's bears roaming all over that are endangered? Well, yes and no. So the exotic pet trade, you can, uh, is, you can find breeders of anything, T- bears, tigers, lions, um, quadimundis, sloths in the U.S. And they sell them to the lay person for anywhere, like a bear cub is 300 to $500. A tiger, you know, is more like $1,000, but they're easily accessible. And in the state of Texas, a large dangerous carnivore only requires a $50 permit. And so then these animals grow up, you know, and then they're like, now what do I do with it? Because it doesn't listen to me like a dog or a cat or it eats me out of house and home because a bear will eat 40 pounds of produce a day. You know, what do we do with them? So currently we're helping to move them um, to facilities that maybe have room. Um, We've assisted in the placement or movement of nine bears currently but over a hundred exotic animals from across the U.S. we actually took a savannah cat um, from Florida to Oregon this past year so yeah and it's you know um so it's an epidemic in the U.S. do you think that someone may have a bear or a tiger or a sloth in their home in the greater Houston area oh yes there are a couple different pet stores in the area that pet stores have these that sell exotics to you. Yes, um, and there is an exotic animal auction the second Friday of every month up north of Huntsville. Um, really, there is a lemur auctioned off um, this past Friday. Um, so did yeah, you, you go and get... find out about it. D- did I go? How do you? Do you go to those things and protest or? I don't go and protest, um, but I do keep my thumb on the pulse of what's happening, um, either myself or through other volunteers or other animal advocates across the state. Wow. I did not know this. Okay. So being that you're an advocate for all animals, great and small, basically, You are having a fundraiser, actually the same Saturday as the orchestra, April 23rd. Yeah. So you can go and have fun uh, doing wine tasting or tasting beer or go to the distillery and then go to the concert. And then go to the concert. Yes. (laughs) So from 12 to 6 on Saturday and Sunday, we're hosting our bear crawl. This is our second bear crawl. Uh, It became birthed because of COVID. People go at their own pace to the locations that they want to go to, um, and they get to sample two samples at each location. Uh, to And keep in mind that our locations don't necessarily give you sample pours. <laughs> it may be a little bit more. Um, so plan your weekend accordingly. Um, but we you have need eight a DD. Locations. Yeah. Um, we have eight locations because there's eight species of bears. So those locations include Bartlett's Distillery, the Firm Meadery, Foss Brewing, Blue Epiphany, B52, H Wines, which if you haven't been to H Wines. They're really good. Uh, yeah. They're French. Yes. They are a couple of French guys. Steve is hysterical. And they have their PhD in winemaking. So they can like... Just like I can talk about bears, they talk about wine, and they can tell you all of the intricate things that go into winemaking. So they're pretty amazing. Uh, Whitley Vineyards and Frankenbolts. 
And if you haven't been out to Frankenbolts, um, it sounds like they're far away because they're out just on the west side of Montgomery. Uh, and their address is Dobbin, but don't be scared. It's not that far away. Um, but they, oh my gosh, they're their really story is interesting too. And they make some great beer. So it sounds like a lot of fun. And the Firm Meadery, that's in downtown Connor. They have yes. great wine. Oh my gosh. Their All hibiscus mead is delicious. That's my favorite thing there. And their uh, barn house or barn door, barn house or barn door charcuterie board. Oh my gosh, some delicious stuff on that. Just yeah, saying. and you probably should eat a little bit <laughs> yes. while you're drinking. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. So you can get tickets for just $50. Yeah, $50 uh, for two tastings, uh, eight locations. It's quite the deal because, you know, like I said, their pours are a little bit more than tasting should be um but they want you to come and have a great time at their facility or at their business and so uh and everybody does last year's bear crawl everybody's like oh my gosh why haven't you done this before and i was like well you know before covid we could just have it at one location and have everybody come there and so when they were the hardest hit during the shutdown because it took them longer for them to be able to open up right so we're like let's help some of the businesses in our community and they're all by small doing this. businesses too. yeah they're all small they're business all owners small. so blue epiphany this is not the one downtown this no is... it'll be out at their location um their on their location. property yep yeah, yeah yep well that's fun and they might even have live music some of these have live music mm -hmm. while this is going on as well so bartlett's distillery is the one probably a lot of people aren't familiar with because that's out airport road yeah and he's been going strong for a few years now yes. seems like <laughs> yes oh my gosh we love it out there that's my favorite that's the ramen favorite whiskey <laughs> yeah and you can see where they actually make it yes yep they it's right on site tour. so and H Wines, uh, they're not open on. No, wait a minute. Uh, not H Wines. So Bartlett's Whitley. is only. Yeah, Bartlett's is only open on Saturday due to state laws, and then Whitley Vineyards is only open on Sunday. So plan your trip accordingly. If you can hit the Conroe locations on Saturday, and then the Montgomery side locations on Sunday, that works it out. And then you know you don't have to worry about consuming so much alcohol. Um, but we hope, too, that you go in there and you find something you like and you purchase it from them, too. Oh, you know? absolutely. That seems to happen a lot a when you go and of, you try uh, tasting things. Yeah, hibiscus mead from the, you know, from meadery. So you get the tastings and you also get a little souvenir glass with a little mm -hmm. bear While on While supplies it. last. Yes. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. But the whole idea is to help fund an animal sanctuary correct so while we are the um, experts in southeast texas for exotic animal rescue and we currently house several animals not bears on a half an acre because we don't have enough room all of the proceeds from this go into our capital campaign that is helping us to purchase land to build the nation's first bear sanctuary focused on bears out of the exotic pet trade in montgomery county in montgomery county yes so do you have to have a special license to do that you do. Um, surprisingly, Montgomery County, Harris County, and the counties around a lot of your big cities have stronger exotic animal laws versus Grimes County, Walker County, San Jacinto County that don't necessarily have any laws to, regarding exotic animal ownership. So that's why we're specific with the 20 acres that we need. We can't build within a mile of a school and we can't build within a thousand feet of somebody's home. So that's why we need that buffer and that 20 acres is the minimum to house these guys on. Plus habitat size. You know, we don't want them to go from a dog kennel to 
a larger dog kennel. You know, we want to give them that piece of the wild so they can be Rome. the bear that they, yes. So two to five acre habitats is the goal. With trees and wilderness. With all natural habitat all in them. That. Yep. So not cleared yep. land. You'd prefer nope. something that was yep. just undeveloped. Piney Woods is perfect for bears. Maybe in the Sam Houston forest over there. Perhaps. Like yeah. That. Yeah. A donation would be good too. Huh? A donation would be absolutely wonderful. Yes, wow. that would be great. So in your plan of having the exotic animal bear sanctuary, um, how would you start it up? Do you have a plan of what this looks like and like an educational center and all of that in your mind going on? Right. And we actually um, have uh, mock-ups of that. If you come out to anywhere we have an event or a booth space, we have those pictures available to you to see uh, the educational center and conference center so people can have, uh, corporations can have um, corporate parties or even weddings um, with a window into a bear habitat and we can feed the bears right in front of the window so the bear can be a part of whatever you're doing that day. Um, so we have on-site uh, um, cabins as a part of that plan so people can come and stay the weekends so we can draw people from all over the world to come stay with us and shop in our shops and eat in our restaurants and um, the bears are just roaming uh they're in their habitats they're two okay. to five acre habitats okay. so and the cabins are not in the habitats <laughs> okay just asking because i remember as a kid going to yosemite yeah. and staying in tents yes. and we're told not to bring cookies inside correct but we, of course did and yes. there's bears on the tent right so that isn't what so i'm you picturing have taken here my bear awareness course what is, <laughs> tell me about bear awareness tell me about that um so my bear awareness course is what to do when you're in bear country uh do you have bear spray do you know how to use it do you you know where do you get you bear having, spray you can get it from REI. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it academy? at all kinds of outdoor places. Yes, Academy. Huh. Um, this Academy may not carry it because we don't have bears here yet. You don't they need it in your handbag you as you it. go but downtown. But if, if you are you know, going, then definitely reach out and let me know, and I can give you a bear awareness course to your group. So don't have peanut butter in your car. Make sure you clean out your car. Have your car detailed before you drive up to bear country because they can actually either open your door if you leave it unlocked or break open your door if it's locked wow so, what yeah. else do they like to eat um they like like i mean people food you know once they have a taste of it that's why they say don't so feed the I'm bears i'm picturing yogi bear in the picnic yep. basket i mean it's exactly <laughs> true like when he's raiding people's i mean that's exactly With boo -boo. right um and the parent the mom bears teach the cubs where to eat and where the good food is so if, okay if people if she finds a resource that people are leaving the campgrounds dirty then she's going to keep going back to that campground because there's a food source available they're, they're very smart. lazy and opportunistic so yeah they're going to go where the easiest food source is and a lot of times that's people so make sure you're throwing stuff away and keeping your car cleaned out so if you run against a bear like somewhere let's say you're going for a hike somewhere and it says watch for bears mm -hmm. and you see a bear what do you do so depending on how far away it is um i use the rule of thumb and for those of you who aren't watching this on youtube or facebook put out your thumb and put it over the bear if the bear outlines your thumb then you are too close to the bear slowly back so up dick is too close to me dick if is he was too a close bear. to you for personal space for a bear <laughs> If your thumb outlines, you know, you probably want to turn it sideways if the bear isn't standing up to take a good look at you sideways. And if your thumb is out, is surrounding the bear as you look at it, 
then you are uh, far enough away that the bear isn't going to feel threatened um, per se, um, unless it's a mom with cubs. So don't, there are, that's a totally different scenario, but you're far enough away that you could take pictures, you know, and stuff like that. Um, and then safely, you know, walk away, but more than likely they're going to smell you before you, before they see you because they have really, really good senses of smell. They want to avoid you at all costs, basically. Um, so um, making sure that you're respectful of them, making sure you're paying attention that if you see bear poop on the ground, that there's a bear, you know, close by and stuff like that. But if you're doing all of the things that I teach you with the having conversations and not being quiet, you know, and stuff like that. So um, make noise. Make as you noise. Walk. Yeah. As you're going, have a conversation with the people you're with. Don't go alone. Um, don't wear your earbuds. So you're not paying attention to your surroundings. You're listening to your podcast or your favorite song. Like those are when people get in trouble. So and they like I don't know where it came from like it just appeared out of nowhere and then people get hurt whereas if you're doing all of the things that you're supposed to and being bear aware then you're going to be safe. Do you do the thing where you play dead with bears? Um, sometimes depending on <laughs> the situation. Um, so make sure you cover you know but hopefully you're not close. You're not going to be in that situation. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever been in that situation? I have not. I have actually never been able to see a bear in the wild. I was so close really? when I was in Colorado. Yeah. And we went to Tennessee a couple weekends ago, which they're not necessarily awake right now in Tennessee yet, but I was hoping because You need to was, go to Alaska. Well, yeah. That's on our that's we want to do an ecotourism trip as a fundraiser and go to Alaska yes. and see the spirit bears, the white black bears. They're oh my amazing goodness. and highly protected, but so that's on my bucket list. You're going to do see. the fundraiser for bears, etc., and you're going to yes. have that trip. Okay, yeah. that's in the works. I know a um a company that does um, tourism. <laughs> oh, yes. That yes. can put the trip together I, for I, us. <laughs> I, I know that company, too, as a matter of fact. Okay, so back to where we're, we're yeah. talking about. Um, so you have rescued all kinds of animals. Yes. So Turtles, own, birds. Yes. Bears, tigers. Yes. I have worked with chimpanzees, alligators, bears, wolves, lions, tigers, leopards, cougars, uh, all different kinds of primates, uh, monkeys, you know, and stuff like that. Kawadi mundis, kinkajou. What do you have at your house? Um, so currently um, we have an aviary full of parakeets in our backyard. Um, and that was from a rescue where a religious organization released over 100 parakeets as a part of a um, good luck and good fortune for the year ceremony. And what happens is when we think early on with um, COVID, they talked about someone eating a pangolin or a bat. Over in Asian cultures, they have what's called the wet markets where they poach animals from the wild. They bring them in and you can buy them for like soups and stews and stuff like that. And people eat them. Well, over there, people go and purchase them to release them back into the wild. Well, we don't have those wet markets here. So we have pet stores. And so they went to the pet store and they purchased a bunch of birds and they released them into a park. Well, parakeets aren't a native species and they can carry diseases that our native birds can then catch um, and stuff. So, and these were just baby parakeets and it was the middle of February. So there's no food sources available for them to begin with. And we were able to save 51 of those parakeets. And they're at your house? Yes, they're in our backyard in an aviary. Okay. So. And you have turtles? We have turtles and tortoises, uh, Malleuromastix, which is kind of like a bearded dragon. Um, and we have some other small parrots as well. Yep. 
And then we also have dogs. Yeah. Outside of bears, et cetera, we do foster dogs for several organizations in our community. Just one at a time. (laughs) So how long does it take you to feed all the animals? I actually have volunteers that come and help me. So that's really great. It does take a couple hours a day in order to take care of all of them. So you don't go away much? No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, so let's review. The annual bear crawl is Saturday, April 23rd and Sunday, April 24th from noon to 6. Wine, beer, whiskey tasting from eight local venues. And you can get tickets online at bearsetc.org. That's bearsetc.org. And you can click on the picture or you can go to the Facebook page that will basically take you to the same place. Yep. So just go to the website, bearsetc.org, to buy the tickets. They're only $50. You'll get a souvenir glass, a passport saying, yes, you've been to the uh, the firm meadery or Frankenbolts because you can only get two samples from each. You can't keep going back. Correct. Back. So uh, they will stamp that and you'll get a wristband. Uh, can you also buy the tickets at individual locations? No, they're all on our website. They're all, um, okay. So you can buy them day of. We'll have a QR code. You scan it. Open so they up could, in your phone. they could do it mm-hmm. at the individual locations during the event. Yes. Okay. All right. And this will help with a new um, exotic animal sanctuary. Yeah, it'll be great. I can't Bears wait. Bears and all kinds of animals. Yes. What am I missing? Anything? Um, I think that's basically it. This, um, uh, we're very excited for this, um, and especially to have Foss Brewing with us this year. Oh, um, yes. Because they're that's a brand new. new organization, so we want to love on them a little bit. I have yet to be there, um, so I will come, I promise. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's really great. And all of this to help the abused and neglected animals. So you're so, the yeah. bear lady, bear earrings, bear T-shirt, yes. bear necklace. What am I missing now? You have, uh, you're all bared out. Yep. I'm branded. <laughs> <laughs> you are branded. Yes, very much so. But um, not only, I mean, not only this, but, you know, I serve in the community as well, right? Because I love this community. So I sit on the um, board of the Montgomery Chamber of Commerce. I am their board chair, and I'm on the diplomat team. I just came uh, from a diplomat meeting at the Conroe Conroe Chamber. So I love this community and love giving back, and uh, so come out and support us as we support You're also on other um, animal boards. Yes, I sit on the board. Uh, I'm the vice chair on the Texas Black Bear Alliance, so we're working with Texas Parks and Wildlife um, to help educate people and assist in potentially bringing bears back into Texas. They are slowly coming in from Louisiana, um, so in helping to track those animals. And the closest one that we've caught so far on Game Cam is over in Kuntz, over by Big Bend, um, so that's exciting. Um, I also sit on the advocacy committee um, for the Big Cat Sanctuary Alliance. I always tease they let the bear lady in, so Friday I saw all my friends, including Carol Baskin, um, on our at our meeting so yes fun yes I'm very excited so the bad guy is not one of your friends no <laughs> no no he said some not so nice things to me uh, so. mr tiger guy yeah yeah okay so all right bears etc uh dot org to get your tickets and uh annual bear crawl saturday april 23rd sunday april 24th noon to six fifty dollars each let's bring that Bear Sanctuary to Montgomery County. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, Margie.